It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's finally happened. That's right. We've got Big Ten football. It's happening. Folks, Wednesday morning finally brought the news everyone was waiting for. So welcome to the Lockdown Wolverines podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. I do have to tell you before we get started, Built Bar is who this episode is brought to you by. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 off of your first order. All right, so this is obviously huge. Uh, what happened today? Finally, we we the Big Ten finally made its announcement after weeks and weeks and weeks of will they, won't they? It's happening. So very exciting to know that we are going to have Big Ten football this fall. It's starting a little bit later than anticipated. October twenty third uh, and twenty fourth is the uh, opening foray. Uh, we don't have a schedule as of yet, uh, but what's really interesting to me is also this plus one situation that the Big Ten's getting. Uh, they are still, despite the late start, they're anticipating being involved in the college football playoff, being eligible for it, uh, but that means getting through the season as quickly as possible. Now, it would have been a lot easier if they started October 10th, but that, as far as start dates as far as the college football playoffs calendar, but they're, they're hoping that an eight game, nine game champion has that possibility of getting into the college football playoff. The ninth game is not just relegated in case you missed it to the, uh, to the big 10 champion. It's going to be an East versus West situation. The first place, uh, teams will obviously play in the Big Ten Championship, but the second-place teams of each division will play uh, on the, the 19th, the third place, the fourth place, the fifth place, the sixth, and the seventh. Every Big Ten team is playing in Week 9. So that's a, that's a really interesting thing. Uh, I saw that that was apparently something that Jim Harbaugh had su- uh, suggested during a coaches' meeting over the summer. So credit to Harbaugh for that, but... I mean, this is just huge. You're seeing a bunch of uh, reactions going on all across college football. But let's let's get to the nitty gritty of it about the decision. Uh, and you can catch uh, you can catch my reaction in full uh, as well on uh, Locked On Big Ten, uh, which I appeared on uh, a day early. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to announce I am on Locked On Big Ten every Thursday, but I appeared a day early now on uh, Wednesday. So you can check that out as well. Uh, I was on Locked On College Football on Tuesday as part of my regular appearance, and we obviously didn't talk about any of this because this hadn't happened yet. But uh, let's uh, let's backtrack because obviously there's just a lot to get to right now, and things are just kind of uh, kind of percolating at this point. They're, they're, everything's kind of coming out, so it's uh, by the time that this is released, we we might know a lot more than we did at the beginning of the show. I've been trying to keep my eyes on Twitter while talking in case uh, there's some new news uh, as far as the Big Ten. But uh, the Big Ten, finally, after weeks 
of speculation. Uh, woke up this morning a couple hours earlier than I normally do to see that ABC News had reported that the Big Ten season it was, in fact, going to be announced today. It happened finally uh, at uh, 9 a.m. Was that what it was? I don't even remember. Just, just after 9 a.m. Uh, or so. So it finally happened. Uh, there's going to be daily testing, rapid testing, antigen tests. Uh, so it's uh, it, and there's a 21 day. Uh, if you if you test positive, you're out for 21 days, no matter what. But uh, there's a chief infection officer for every school that's going to handle all of this. So it, I think the Big Ten is doing it right. That said, uh, I. I've seen some things on social media that I just think are crazy. Like uh, I've seen a, f a friend of mine from another outlet say this was a hundred had nothing to do with public backlash or the protests or the lawsuits. This is all a hundred percent science. No, it's sorry. That's if it was, if this was, I mean, yes, science was, is what made this possible, but a less than a month ago or about a month ago, it wasn't, uh, this wasn't even happening, right? This was like, this was, this isn't going to be revisited according to Kevin Warren. So let's not pretend that these things didn't play a factor or make a difference. It's ridiculous to, to state otherwise. And the Big Ten likes to pretend like they didn't make the decision. But here's, here's the thing. I'm not going to rag them for making what I thought was a hasty decision. I didn't. I never said it was a poor decision, but a hasty decision. I think that, uh, but what I, what I think is the good thing is that they recognize that they could have a season and they are going to have one. So that's super exciting that they're going to, uh, that they're finally going to be t having a season after all. Uh, after we kind of were resigned to the idea that maybe there wouldn't be Big Ten or it would start around uh, January or whatever. So we get it. We're, ha we're having a season after all. This is huge. Uh, we just have to see how everything ends up uh, coming together. I'm curious to see what the schedule looks like because, remember, it was a 10-game schedule. They added Northwestern. Uh, they already had three crossovers in Minnesota, uh, Purdue, and Wisconsin, and now it's uh, you. You've only got eight games, so you got your your six in division games, and then you assume that there will be two. So one of those is going to be cut, or do they revamp it all together? I'm not sure. Uh, so uh, I would like to obviously see Wisconsin get cut if there that's going to be the case. Uh, because if you do end up, you know, becoming the number one Big Ten team, you'd play Wisconsin at the end of the season. But you'd like to see some kind of parity there as far as that's concerned. But then again, what if what if Minnesota's the num number two team? You end up playing them twice. I don't know how they're going to figure all of this out. But that's the type of thing that we have to wait and see what they do. This is going to be a short a shorter show because I want to try to uh, I, I want to tr try to track everything that's happening. But uh, we have a lot to try to get to here in a very short period of time. So let's just go ahead and move on. I'll continue to give my reaction, the reper repercussions of all of this. And uh, yeah, 
Locked on Wolverines. I'm discombobulated because it's just a crazy morning. Writing furiously, trying to figure everything out. But I got to tell you a little bit about Built Bar. You all know how much I love Built Bar. Uh, it is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. The almond coconut bar, like I've said a million times over, it tastes like uh, an almond joy. I freaking love it because I love almond joys. But they have plenty of other flavors that you can get. You can get a salted caramel. You can get a peanut butter. They use 100% real chocolate. And guess what? Super low calorie, super low carb, uh, not gritty, doesn't have that aftertaste. And the, the best part of all, you put in promo code locked on, you get $10 off of your order. So you can get 18 protein bars for less than you can go and get your favorite protein bar at the store. And, you know, they've got free shipping. They got everything you want. Listen, I put my money where my mouth is. You've heard all the testimonials that I've read on the Thursday mailbags. How many people have bought a built bar after hearing me talk about it? And all of those people that are buying them love it. I'm telling you, get on board, get Built Bar, go to BuiltBar.com, put in promo code locked on, and get $10 off of that first order. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right. So uh, I know one of the things that that people are going to ask me before I even put out the call for the mailbag, because this is an ear- the earliest I've recorded a podcast in some time. I think that uh, I think everyone kind of knows that listens to, to the show that I'm more of a night person. I'm not a I don't really wake up until like four. That's usually kind of how it goes. So with that said, uh, I obviously wanted to get something out earlier in reaction to this instead of waiting. But it's super exciting that, uh, that, that the big 10 is, uh, is, has come back. I going to feel more relief than I do excitement, uh, over it because it just seems like it's been, it just seemed like it was never going to come. And I un- understand that was kind of a lot of the, I, I will, I'll admit somewhat annoying pushback. I was getting on social media every time I'd post a story on it because Listen, these people were out there reporting on it. The the real ones, you know, the Pete Thamels, Bruce Feldman, uh, Adam Rittenberg, Heather Dinich, the, the people who are, are actually plugged in. I'm not talking about Sir Yacht, who was wrong every step of the way, trying to take credit for uh, the, the faculty Senate uh, voting, uh, putting in a vote of no confidence for Mark Schlissel when he said Board of Regents. Completely different things. He had, had the dates wrong, had everything wrong. Uh, but... Uh, Nonetheless, it's one of those things where uh, we've been we've been waiting for so long for this to happen. It kind of almost seemed like it never was going to happen. So it does feel like a very momentous day and momentous occasion. Uh, I have Big Ten Network on in the background. I'm just kind of haven't gotten to listen to anything because I've been doing podcasts and writing and all of that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I just feel a sense of relief that it's finally here now. It, at least you can also feel like they're not just going to turn around and pull the plug 
unless literally all the other conferences are in the same boat now. Because they're they're not going to get close, you know, get close to the season and be like, you know what, we don't know why, but that's it. It's it's they have everything in place. And here here's the one thing I also want to address because I've I've had conversations with people that have been like, yeah, everyone's going to get it though, and it's like not with the testing. That's that's been the thing like I've been saying all along. If you have robust testing, there's no reason why anyone on that football field can or would get it. So now you have not just like my idea of robust testing was like three times a week. I think I had outlined like a a Saturday morning, a Sunday. Uh, you know, a bunch. You know, they or you know Saturday the the day. You know, the day of the game, the day after the game, sometime midweek. And uh, now they're they're getting it literally every day, and they'll know the results every single day. Kevin Warren says that this will be the uh, that they they've been able to provide this as an expense of the Big Ten. They're covering all fall sports, so it's not just football, which is excellent news for everybody. Now we just have to see who who ends up playing. Does are, do some of these players opt back in? I, it is my belief that uh, Jalen Mayfield and Ambry Thomas uh, had signed with agents, but at the same time, and I said this on. Uh, Cole Kubelik's show moments ago that uh, I, I don't think that they should be penalized for, you know, moving forward with their lives, right? Because it's not their fault that the conference said we're not playing and we're not revisiting it, right? I mean, that's these are people who were told that they had no pathway to playing this season, so they decided to get ready. Now, you can question – uh, you can say, well, they shouldn't have signed with agents yet, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, they, uh, you know, they're moving forward with their lives. And we'll see if there's more opt outs. I know that uh, the SI Michigan site said no uh, Nico Collins, no Dylan McCaffrey. We'll see uh, until they make announcements. I mean, I, I would even put that in, in the same category as people like Sean Wade at Ohio State who said, I've opted out. My decision is final. We'll see now that there is an actual announcement that football is happening. And Barry Alvarez said on Big Ten Network that the whole thing of having the plus one game is also to make it more enticing for those players who uh, might be trying to figure out what to do uh, if they want to stay in, if they want to go, you know, if they want to opt out, all that kind of stuff. So we'll see. It's uh, we'll see. We'll see how things go for. uh for the conference and uh, and for some of these players uh, that have uh, have different options, but uh, nonetheless, I, I I think this is an exciting day. Uh, regardless, yes, the season might look a lot different, not only from a uh, logistical standpoint, but uh, even from the the teams we see out on the field. Because it's not just Michigan that's in this position; it's Penn State with no Micah Parsons, it's uh, it's no Bateman over at. Uh, at Minnesota, it's you know there, there's just whether it's Wyatt Davis and Sean Wade over at Ohio State, there's there's so much of a different looking landscape. We don't know exactly what this is going to look like until we get a little bit closer, but at least you know it's almost definitely going to happen unless there's catastrophe. And I'm just curious to see what that looks like. Uh, all right, let's move on. Like I said, shorter show. Uh, we're cause you know, there's only so much I can say as far as some of this stuff is concerned. And I've also said it like three times. 
but uh, on uh, Cole Kubelik's show as well as uh, Locked On Big Ten. Uh, so trying not to repeat myself too much in case you listen to the other things. But nonetheless, you know, getting you my thoughts on all of this as we go along. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Something that just came across my, uh, a couple things just came across my Twitter. Actually, Tom Van Heeren from ESPN said, with regards to a player who opted, and I'm reading this for the first time. I'm, I don't even know what this says. With regards to a player who opted out and signed with an agent, if that player wants to come back, depending on what uh, was exchanged, student-athlete can try to go through the student-athlete reinstatement process to gain back eligibility if he wants to play this season. So there you go. That explains exactly what I was getting to, and he said it while I was saying it. So that's uh, that's that's good to know. Meanwhile, there, there's some stuff out there that I think is ridiculous. Uh, Christine Brennan from USA Today put out an opinion piece saying, Big Ten's decision to play football signals darkest day in conferences sports history. And uh, says it's darker than Jerry Sandusky or uh, Larry Nasser, all that kind of stuff. She's getting ratioed, and rightfully so. Christine Brennan grew up in the Toledo area. She grew up a Michigan fan. But FFS, I almost said the real thing. Get a grip. I've seen some of this type of stuff from some of these people. I knew this, this inevitably was going to happen, and she's basically just skimming the article, saying that like essentially the Big Ten is... You know, the darkest day in Big Ten sports history, the day that vaunt, uh, the vaunted conference caved, it choked, it got scared, it became the SEC. Just as the Big Ten was looking smarter by the day as COVID-19 outbreaks popped up at Michigan State, Wisconsin, Maryland, while other conferences playing football announced COVID-related postponements in certain cases, the league presidents reserved, reversed themselves and decided to steer their schools and their football programs right into the teeth of what are predicted to be some of the worst days of the pandemic in October and November. And she notes there's daily ant- antigen tests and and stuff, but rapid tests for football players, but apparently not for the elderly in Ann Arbor or Columbus or Evanston or for school children and teachers in Bloomington or New, New Brunswick, blah, 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 blah. Listen, this whataboutism is ridiculous. If the Big Ten can procure tests, because listen, this this isn't just, this is the livelihood of a lot of different people. And University of Michigan had predicted a $100 million loss without football. So they they laid off 21 people within the athletic department. You've got kids who are trying to establish their careers. You know, they want to go to the NFL. You can sit there and say student athlete, the school part's important, but guess what? They college football players, yeah, they 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 might pursue like when I talk to recruits, it, it's always like I'm pursuing football and a backup plan. 
Instead, you're asking everyone to have a backup plan if there's no football. You have businesses that also, whether it's my business of covering football, so you have the media, the reporters, you have, and I know there's not going to be any fans in Ann Arbor. They've already announced that they're not, uh, they're not having tickets. They're not doing a public sales in the Big Ten period, but uh, they're doing a school by school basis. Uh, due to the governor only limiting a hundred people uh, in uh, as far as in public events, there will be no uh, there will be you know no crowds at all at Michigan Stadium. So it's not going to be like like a twenty percent or anything like that. It's just none. It's uh, I mean it. The what aboutism when it comes to this type of thing, like what you know. The football players can get it, but what about the students? What about whatever? It, you're you're conflating things to some degree. No matter who who ends up being the benefactor of having tests and things of that nature provided to them, there's going to be some cr- crowd saying, "What about?" I I thought I thought saw the the best defense of this came from just a random Twitter user. Uh, I believe he was responding to to someone that was in Dan Wolken's feed yesterday, and someone said, "But why why do these student why why do these student athletes get this type of privilege where other people don't?" And it's like because they make other people money as well. It's not ju- it's them and the people that this that having college football affects. So I mean that that's the long and short of it. it. It affects more than just the people that are on the field. It affects the people on the field and it affects people off the field more than than otherwise. And for all of this, people are gonna die and all this stuff. Like that's just, I mean, to be honest, that's just fear porn at this point. Yes, people are dying. That's not fear porn. But that that's the whole point of having all of these tests, keeping people safe. If you sit there, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, you can't do it because it's not safe. All right, well, we made it safe. Well, you can't do it because other people that don't get that privilege. Listen, they found a way to make it work. They found a way to make it happen. And not only is is it uh, financially meaningful, it's personally meaningful. People need the, the you know a sense of normalcy, a sense of escape. Sports mean things to us as a culture. And I think it's ridiculous that there are some people that just want to put it on hold forever because listen, we might not ever get a vaccine that is functional. We might not, we probably will, but we might not. And when will it come? We don't know. Could be next year. Could be four years from now. Life has to move on in some way, some some sort. And you, you can minimize what sports means, but, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, f- Michigan football means something to you. Or at least college football means something to you. And there's certain voices out there that want to minimize that and say, you know what? Let's just tear it all down until we're 100% healthy. We might not get there in any kind of feasible time frame. So we need to do the best we can 
And I, I like that the Big Ten is being so robust. And if the Big Ten can afford to do this, it's not the Big Ten's responsibility as a conference to take care of the rest of the community. You know what? Organizations are going to take care of themselves, and that's what they're doing. As far as the University of Michigan or any of these other universities, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure that they're trying to figure out how to take care of more people, but the Big Ten is going to take care of its athletes as an organization because that's what it's supposed to do. That's a good first step. So why there are people out there complaining about it bewilders me, but disappointed but not surprised as the meme goes. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We'll be back with the mailbag tomorrow. We'll know a lot more, I'm sure, uh, in the coming uh, coming hours, if not uh, coming days, uh, here with it. So thanks for listening to Locked On uh, Wolverines. I almost don't know what Locked On show I'm doing, but Locked, thanks for listening to Locked On Wolverines. Be sure to check out my appearance on Locked On Big Ten for more. I feel like I was lo- a little more coherent there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.